Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's an update of what happened today, Monday, October 16th. Stocks were broadly higher Monday as investors shrugged off another uptick in Treasury yields to focus on a string of strong earnings reports and growing confidence that the Federal Reserve is about done raising interest rates. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at a three-week high. Big banks J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo set the tone by delivering some better-than-expected results Friday, and investors will be looking to see if Bank of America and Goldman Sachs establish a trend when they report Tuesday. Lenders aren't the only game in town, as bellwethers such as Netflix and Tesla are due to offer up quarterly earnings Wednesday. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, notes that of S&P 500 index companies that have reported so far, 40% have beat revenue expectations and 88% have beat on bottom line earnings. Bullish seasonal patterns and optimism over quarterly earnings got the market off to a strong start this week, along with some relief that Israel-Hamas conflict didn't escalate as much as feared based on Friday's risk-off selling, Nathan says. Also, the economy appears to be fairly resistant, which is good from a corporate earnings perspective, he adds. But that also gives rise to the potential for inflation to be more sticky than the Fed prefers. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 45.85 points, or 1.1%, at 4,373.63. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 314.25 points, or 0.9%, at 33,984.54. And the Nasdaq Composite was up 160.75 points, or 1.2%, at 13,567.98. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about 8 basis points, at 4.71%. And SIBO's Volatility Index, or the VIX, was down 2.06 points, at 17.26. All 11 S&P 500 sectors posted gains in Monday's broad-based upswing, led by the S&P Retail Select Industry Index, which surged 2.7%. Regional banks and transportation shares were also among the strongest performers. Energy stocks held firm even as WTI crude oil futures slipped over 1%. As far as stocks on the move, Alignment Healthcare jumped 17% after Raymond James upgraded the Medicare Services Company's stock to strong buy from Outperform, citing its four-star Medicare rating. Colgate-Palmolive rose 1.7% after Stifle upgraded the stock to buy from Hold, citing expectations volume declines have bottomed for many household and personal product companies. Greenbrier Companies rose 3.8% after Susquehanna upgraded the transportation services company's stock to a positive rating, citing a strengthening backdrop for the railcar industry. Lululemon rallied 10% following reports the athletic apparel company will be added to the S&P 500 on Wednesday. Lululemon will replace Activision Blizzard following Activision's takeover by Microsoft. Manchester United PLC fell over 10% on reports British billionaire Jim Ratcliffe was in talks to acquire a minority stake that would value the soccer club at more than $3.3 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal. 
News Corp rose 4.7% after Reuters and the Wall Street Journal reported that activist shareholder Starboard Value had built a stake in the media company. Pfizer was up 3.6% despite lowering its full-year revenue forecast due to slower demand for its COVID treatment and vaccine. Trading in Rite Aid was halted after the troubled pharmacy chain filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in New Jersey in the face of slowing sales, heavy debt, and lawsuits related to its alleged part in the nation's opioid epidemic. Tal Education Group rose 6.7% after UBS upgraded the stock to buy, citing an attractive valuation for the company, which operates after-school tutoring programs in China. Veronis Systems was up 6.7% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the security software maker's stock to overweight from equal weight, citing expected benefits from the growth of a generative artificial intelligence. And Vista Outdoor dropped 24% after the sports and recreation company said it planned to sell its sporting products unit for $1.91 billion. The company also released preliminary quarterly results that said sales were expected to drop and reduced its full-year revenue and earnings forecasts. After Bank of America and Goldman Sachs report earnings Tuesday, Morgan Stanley follows Wednesday. Others scheduled to report results Tuesday include grocery chain Albertsons Companies, aerospace and defense company Lockheed Martin, Dow member Johnson & Johnson, and United Airlines. Odds appear to be growing that the S&P 500 will end an earnings recession after companies in the benchmark index reported shrinking earnings on an annual basis over the previous three quarters. Research firm FactSet estimates 0.4% earnings growth for S&P 500 companies during the third quarter, up from an end-of-September forecast for a 0.3% decline. If FactSet is correct, the third quarter will be the S&P 500's first quarter of year-over-year earnings growth since the third quarter of 2022. About 6% of companies have reported, with another 10% scheduled this week. Following last week's mixed bag of inflation and consumer sentiment numbers, investors face a lighter economic calendar this week. The results are unlikely to shake expectations that the Fed will keep its benchmark short-term rates unchanged for the time being. Early Monday, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York reported its Empire State Manufacturing Index dropped to negative 4.6 in October from positive 1.9 in September. Analysts had expected a reading of negative 4, according to Briefing.com. The negative headline reading suggests manufacturing activity is shrinking in New York State, though other elements of the report painted a mixed picture. Labor market indicators pointed to a slight increase in both employment and the average work week, the New York Fed said in a report. Looking ahead, firms remained relatively optimistic about the six-month outlook. The index reflecting expectations for general business conditions in the coming six months slipped to 23.1 from 26.3. Still, this suggests firms remained relatively optimistic about future conditions. However, less than half of respondents expect conditions to improve over the next six months. The retail sales report for September is due Tuesday. Retail sales rose 0.6% in August, but analysts expect a smaller 0.2% increase for September, according to Trading Economics. That would be the smallest monthly gain since June. 
Excluding autos, retail sales are expected to have risen just 0.1%. Some analysts expect spending to have declined based on recent credit card activity. Headline sales growth, however, may bear the imprint of higher gas prices. Also this week, the Census Bureau is scheduled to report housing starts and building permits data for September on Wednesday. Existing home sales for September follow on Thursday. Homebuilder stocks have fallen sharply from summer peaks, but demand for new homes remains resilient due to low existing home stocks. Some numbers in last week's Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and Producer Price Index, or PPI reports for September were slightly higher than expected, and year-over-year inflation levels are still around double the Fed's 2% long-term target. Still, investors appear convinced the Fed will be content to keep rates unchanged at least another month. As late Monday, the market priced in a 90% chance the Fed will keep rates unchanged at its meeting at the end of this month, up from 88% a week ago, and a 67% chance it will hold steady in December as well, according to the CME FedWatch tool. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.